Welcome to Shi'ar Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and in today's program, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be concluding the current sermon on the start of Israel's kingship as part of his ongoing series entitled Heavenly Authority. Last time, Pastor was reviewing God's regulations governing Israel's king from Deuteronomy chapter 17. And when we left off, he had read verses 18 and 19, where the Lord commands, Also it shall be, when he sits on the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write for himself a copy of this law in a book, from the one before the priests, the Levites. And it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, and be careful to observe all the words of this law and these statutes. Now, here is Pastor Greg Scalzo. The Bible is there to fortify us. You know, when you eat, you can't just have one type of food. Your body requires diverse nutrients. Well, you can't just read one passage of scripture over and over and say, well, that's my scripture. I'm a this kind of person. I'm a faith person. I'm a such and such person. And ignore everything else. Because you might be well fed in that one area, but your spirit is starving in the others. And you need to observe the whole word of the Lord. The leader has to preach the whole word of God. And then he has to be careful in his own life to observe all areas and not to leave the weak link for the devil to come in. And notice it says that he may learn to fear the Lord his God. Well, as you read the Bible and you see what happens, you know, perfect love casts out fear. When we're in a perfect love relationship with Jesus Christ, fear goes away. When we're in a love relationship with Jesus, we want to do what's right by nature. But as that relationship grows cold, and the old ways start to creep back in. It's good to read what happened to David, what happened to Solomon, what happened to all the people in the Bible, when Abraham goes astray and takes Hagar, and it, it's to wake us up and say, wait, stop. We should fear the Lord our God. Our God is awesome. God cannot be mocked. As a man sows, so shall he reap. And it's to correct us to learn to fear the Lord God. Don't fear men who can kill the body, fear God who can kill the body and throw the soul into Gehenna. That he might fear God, why else should he read it constantly? And obviously what's true here for the leader should be true for the people. That we don't go astray. That his heart may not be lifted above his brethren, pride. When someone's in a position of leadership, pride comes in. Arrogance comes in. They feel they're better than somebody else. Well, when you see how the great fall, you know, Nebuchadnezzar there, like an animal eating the grass, you're careful when you stand, lest you fall. So that he's not prideful, that he doesn't lift himself up above his brethren, that he may not turn aside from the commandment to the right hand or to the left. Not go off on tangents. And, you know, many times we'll know the wrong way to the right, but we won't know the wrong way to the left. We might see an error in one direction, 
but there could be a counterbalancing error in another direction, rather than looking straight ahead to Jesus Christ. How many times in church history, because a parent group or an older group has gone off over here, they say, we're not going to do that, and then they start to go off over there. And that's how you have all the winds of teachings. That's how you have so much disagreement in theology, because they react to the one by going over to the other. But when you stay in the Word of God, you will not go to the left, you won't go to the right. You might start to go a little off, and then all of a sudden you read something, and the Lord puts you straight back on the path. You never can get too far off that road if you're grounded in the Holy Scriptures. That's true for a leader, but it's true for individuals. You won't go too far off that road if you stay in the Word of God. But if you don't stay in that Word, in the whole Word, you can wind up going off on some crazy tangents. And we know there are all types of cults. But you know, there are small groups that go off on tangents, but there are some large denominations that have gone off on some pretty wild tangents. And what, what all this does, not lifting up the heart, fearing God, not turning aside, it creates a proper view of life. When you're grounded, and I speak to everyone, not just those in authority, when you're grounded in the Holy Scriptures and the Word of God, there's a certain atmosphere. You have a perception of reality that's right. You're seeing the right way. You're seeing from God's perspective, God's viewpoint. You've gone up the mountain and looked down rather than being in the hole and being confused what's going on around you. It's very easy to lose sight of the proper way to think and to react in this world if you get out of the scriptures. You may love the Lord Jesus, you may say you're a Christian, but if you don't ground yourself in this word, if this word is not the foundation, if you don't feast on it, and you may feast on it, but don't do it, Jesus said, whoever hears these words of mine and does them is like a man who built his house on a solid rock. If you don't do them, but you go off on your own way, chaos comes in, and you start to have the world's way. You're not building faith and hope and love, holy fear, obedience unto God. You don't have a keen understanding of God's way, but you start to stray and go off the way. You start to go off the path. Because the world and those around you, the media, the people at work, the education system, the propaganda machines, the darkness that comes in from the demons, they all will put you in one mindset. You'll see a reality as through a clouded sky that will make it impossible to have the faith and the hope in God that you need. You'll get a mindset that's opposite from God's way, and the end result is powerlessness. No power, no joy, only darkness. Because you're seen with the world's way of seeing. You're not seen from God's perspective. And if you're someone in leadership, you'll be of no value to yourself, let alone being able to help somebody else. And really, every Christian has a ministry. There are people that we're meant to touch in some way. So if we don't have our own lives straightened out, if we're not seeing from God's viewpoint, how then can we have any power, any success in touching other people, in witnessing to other people? If we're surrounded by darkness, if we're seeing things the way the media sees them, if we speak about things 
the way the world speaks about them. And what keeps us in God's perspective are the scriptures. When you read this, when you read this over and over, and you read the New Testament, and you're transported to the Sea of Galilee, and you can see Jesus healing people, and you see lives changed, and you know there's a right way, and you're seeking the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that's one reality, which is reality. But when you look with the world's point of view, and life, it goes on and on, the circle of life, the evolution, people live, people die, you're okay, there's nothing wrong with you, nothing you have to change, everyone's okay. You know, we just, you do a couple of good works and you enjoy yourself in this world, and whatever brings you joy, if it feels good, just do it. And you put yourself in the competition, you want your kids to just be like the kids in the world, you wanna look like the people in the world, you put yourself in that darkness and that's your hope, that's what's gonna happen to you, because Jesus said, be it done to you according to your faith. And if that's what you see, and that's what you devour, that is what you will become. There will be no difference, even though we say we're Christians, between us and the people of the world. So the question is, what kingdom do we walk in? With what type of eyes do we see with? Do we walk in the kingdom of this world, or do we walk in the kingdom of heaven? Do we see myopically with eyes of fallen human nature, the here and now, by sight, not by faith? Or do we see with the glorious light of God's revelation? Two different viewpoints, two different lives we can lead. If we stay in the scriptures, we'll lead the proper lives. And the reward, what does it say here as we close down? It says, and that he may prolong his days in his kingdom, he and his children in the midst of Israel. Remember it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When you do these things, there's a reward. His days are prolonged, his house is established, Next time we're going to see if the kings of Israel did what was spoken here. Was this law kept right by their throne? But the question for us as believers, given authority by Messiah, is God's holy word on the throne of our lives? Do we feed on this daily, not in part, but in full, the whole gospel of Jesus Christ, do we read it and do we put it into practice that we might walk not as the people of the world, but as the remnant called out the way we're supposed to in the power of God? Lord, we thank you for your holy word. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would not be foolish as many of the kings of Israel. Lord God, you give us such great gifts. You are so generous to your people. You pour out salvation and deliverance onto us. When we come to you, the demons flee. Heavenly Father, you give us your spirit. You anoint us with your gifts. When we're saved, you take the veil away from our eyes to show us something so beautiful we never could have imagined. Father, help us from 
going back the other way, to put the veil back over our eyes, to forget the type of people we should be, to neglect your word, to stop seeing from your viewpoint. Father, keep that from us. And if we've done that, Father, we repent before you and we ask your forgiveness, Lord. And we ask that you would again restore our sight and open our eyes to see the right way and give us the diligence to read and to understand, not in part, Father, but your whole word, that we would be equipped, Father, and then not just to read it, but to take it and place it near the throne, that we would do all, that we would be careful to do all, that we would not go to the right nor the left, Father God, that we would not be puffed up, Lord God, that we would be careful to do all that you have for us to do, that we would see victory in this life and not failure, that we could touch all those you desire us to touch. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. We know it is terribly difficult to find the time to write in today's fast-paced world, but if you could find the time to drop us a postcard, your words of encouragement would be a real blessing. Our address is Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. And as always, we welcome you to join us at our church service. Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. May the Lord's presence overflow in your life as you serve Him.